Hello, and welcome to episode two of Papa's Cat Presents Five for Five. Each week, we take five random topics and we spend five minutes talking about them. And as always, with my co-host here is Anastasia. Hi. Good to see you guys for another week. Thanks for coming back. So excited. We have some fun topics. Are we ready? Should we just dive right into I think right we're ready. It? I think uh, if they will listen to the first episode, let's just go right on into it. So okay. because, because you thought that there was cheating last week <laughs> in the picking of topics. There was absolute you, cheating, I have to admit. You had, what, four out of the five? Yes, because mine, A, were good topics, and B... <laughs> And B, they were chosen. You chose three of them, by the way. Actually, you chose two of them, and I chose two of them. You only chose one of yours. So I there was but no... I played fair, and you cheated and chose all of yours. I couldn't. How mysteriously did that happen? I don't know. Then my hand went straight to well, my topic. To change it up, rather than just have a hat where you can see which ones are folded more like yours. Oh my god! We now have a deep bag, and you cannot look when you grab in. So, and I guess I'll start it. Since yes, you started because, last time. No, you started last night, but because you thought there was cheating, I'm going to let you go again. <laughs> oh, I get the default. Okay, so first topic. Oh, look at that. It's one of is mine. Is one Li- of yours. Ooh, life is full of. Let's start the timer for five minutes. All right. So this question comes from life is full of disappointment. We just had eight hours plus at Universal Halloween Horror Nights last night. What was your biggest disappointment of the evening and why? Oh, my gosh. Oh. I'm pretty just... sure you have one of these questions, too, because I'm sure there's a lot of Halloween Horror Night questions because we were just there. No, Had a actually, good time. not all of them. I think, um, yeah, I have to say, okay, the greatest disappointment was three hours. Three hours in line, standing on our feet after walking on concrete, waiting for Stranger Things. I have to say, and I knew going into this that we had heard the reviews online and on the radio, and everyone said that was the worst maze of the the night. I, have I mean, to it say. was like, what do you think? It, it was like three reviews. Like it was really funny. There was actually one review where I read where it was they listed all the mazes in order, and then before they even got to the Stranger Things maze, they had the um the the queue for beer. They had like the parking lot experience. They had all these. They had like five other things, and it was Stranger Things maze. And I totally agree with that. It I was have to say that was a th- very accurate ranking order. I actually had rather pleasurable experiences on all of those other categories until I got to Stranger Things, mainly because one they were not accurate in calculating the wait times yeah. for the rides. They which said it was that's only, not an excuse. They said it was only about an hour and a half long wait, and then once you're in line for that hour and a half and you're like wait a minute we're only halfway to the freaking front you're not going to get out of line at that point you're going to sit through it yeah. but it's still yeah it just kind of was it's like that loss of investment or something after you invest the first like 50 percent, you're more likely to continue to lose more because you don't want to get out when the timing is right yeah um and i have to say i mean we did get through eight out of the ten total mazes they offered so that was it only seven I thought there was ten. There was ten, but they include they. There's ten, but they include the um, Walking Dead experience as part of the ten, and so we missed two of the mazes plus that. So we got through seven out of the ten. Okay, seven. Our bad. It was a good. uh, I mean, it was definitely. I mean, a good time was had by all. They certainly have the, um, you know, Hollywood effects to give an. a maze experience, a Halloween maze experience like you've never seen anywhere else. I mean, having lived in the Midwest for a while and had um, a drought of like high quality, big production value name, you know, mazes, um, this really is, you get what you pay for. But three hours in line for Stranger Things that was like easily non-scary worst maze of the night. Yeah, I think there's like 
four, maybe three actors, not the whole maze. It was it's a pretty short maze, and it was pretty much like yeah, there really was. There's no scares, and it was all like animatronic demi dogs at the end. But there was like maybe like five actors total in the whole maze. Where you look at some of these other mazes, and they got like people in every like corner coming at it. Well, and the people they had were playing the roles of the actors. Like they had a character playing Joyce like three times, but it's always Joyce doing Joyce, which is looking (laughs) scared. No, no, but (laughs) it was kind of... Will! Will! (laughs) That was it. (laughs) But the the thing though too was they like, all it was was Will, Joyce, and Hopper. They didn't have Eleven. They didn't have Dustin. They didn't have Mike. They didn't even have Newt. They they could have totally done a scene with Newt. They didn't have anything. Yeah. No, and no Steve. I'm really disappointed. No well, Steve. <laughs> Steve is your uh, icon. You look Steve's, up to Steve. Steve, well, not at first. He was a dick at first, but now I look up to him. That guy's the... Uh, He's got good hair. Is. He's Steve the Hair Harrington. Okay. Do you know what my biggest disappointment was what for was the evening? It? I mean, that was definitely up there. What? But when you had the choice to choose between the 11 Sunday... Or the uh, Mind Flare. I have to say, I'm lactose intolerant, so I can only have a little bit of ice cream before my gut explodes. And I went, you know, it, it was... Uh, I chose I the 11 Sunday. Sunday. The Mind Flare. If you go to Universal Halloween Horror Nights and you like chocolate, go with the Mind Flare. It's got a chocolate cone on top. It's got this. It's got a little strawberry jam in there. It looks fucking fantastic. Raspberry. Raspberry, by the way. Well, it that was, was raspberry? Ra- yes. Oh. So now you hate it. Ha oh. ha. Life is full of disappointment, isn't oh. it? Because you hate raspberry. Oh. And when I thought, gee, my husband might have a little bit of my ice cream, which would I pick? I won't go for the one that has raspberry which he hates you didn't know so, that there was raspberry ha, ha ha the joke is on you you didn't know there was raspberry so, in yeah there. now you know though you didn't know before so let's actually revisit the, all right the- biggest disappointment then <laughs> is okay i take it back my biggest disappointment okay i got 15 seconds biggest disappointment is oh the fact that if you are not an express pass holder you literally have to say if there's an express pass person just thinking about entering the line they will not let regular people in at all until that person's through and that kind of sucked. Yeah. So Universal, way you run, Hallie Horner, oh. horror disappointment. Got All it. All right. And the Hal is up. So it is time to so now you get, get to, pick, to pick. pick. Oh, I get the pick Dig now. Dig through the bag. All right. Topic number two here. Well, hold on. Got to get the right to all of them. All right. Ooh, I think that one's mine right here. <laughs> and... Professional, professional gaming. gaming. So, oh, wow. I picked up one of yours. One of mine from okay. last week that we revisited. I Wait, was, you're revisiting this? I'm revisiting. We never got to pull it out. Really? Yeah, it was in there, but we didn't pick it. Yeah, but I didn't think we are supposed to be taking topics from last you week. You said I, I could do new... whatever I wanted. Uh, well, <laughs> anyway. We, okay, well, let's start Let's start the clock on this. Professional <laughs> gaming. So I was having a conversation with some of my coworkers, and now uh, this topic came up. It's all the rage. Uh, it is selling out uh, entire stadiums everywhere, including mainly Japan, Korea. Um, Korea. Korea is huge. Um, and they're professional athletes with big deal agents. They're making money full time doing it. Dude, what? even Ballers is like doing like a whole segment. Ballers, of, yep. This new season's like a like a whole like subplot is about yep. professional sports guy yep. trying to get out of yep. football to be a professional gamer. So I feel like it's the cut, and they're talking about actually making an Olympic sport. Yep. So what are your thoughts? Do you think it should be an Olympic sport? And are these uh, folks considered real athletes? So I will come at it from this. And as a person who games, I'm not like these guys at all. I do like games. I do like playing them, letting off some steam and going like that. But um, 
Well, to say they are athletes in their own right. It's kind of like how they don't consider cheerleading a sport. You know that those freaking oh my god, how is that yeah. not a sport? That is like dangerous shit. Like I have nightmares about what they do. They but, like, tumble. They do like, big falls. They go to the top of like I, three people high stands. I, I think anything can can be can be considered a sport if you are really good. Like you have to put. It's not like you just pick it up and you're like, ooh, I'm good at Call of Duty or ooh, I'm good at some of these other games, League of Legends or whatever. It's like you got to put practice in. Like, like those guys are like are practicing daily. Those are like it's it's a big deal. Like, I agree. But the thing, biggest risk is not brain concussion. It's no. carpal tunnel. And this is where I'm going to come with that is that as an Olympic sport, no. As what they're doing, and you know, it there it could be fun. It's fun to watch when you watch those announcers like follow the players. Like it's like watching like you know Mexican soccer. You know, like go 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 go. You know, it's like they 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 help bring I think in a layer of excitement to it when you're watching it because really it's just guys playing and but how about that? But their strategy though experience of yes. You're watching the character try to achieve the obstacle that a lot of people might have difficulty with, but at the end of the day, it's a it's a like animated character go, doing the jump. It's the animated character, you know, oh, shooting the guy. And that's or, why I don't think it's an Olympic sport because when I think of Olympic sports, I think of yeah, you, you, there's physical exertion involved. Not to say that. No, well, there isn't really physical exertion. You know, you're drinking the energy. You're you're drinking. You have X body spray on, you're drinking energy drinks, and you're playing games. And I don't, <laughs> trust me, I don't put it down at all. That is something that I can't do. We support the there. gaming out there, totally, 100%. So I'm next, glad it's becoming big. My next part of the question is, we were joking, because I, there were some baby boomers in the, in the conversation, and they were joking how it used to be that you would bug your kid to get up, go outside, and play football. Or practice soccer, like. But now the parents are saying no. Uh, get out there, go or say, stay inside and pick up your remote and practice your gaming skills because kids are actually going to get college scholarships on this sport now. And I see that, but I think you still have to have a balance because if your kids are just in front of, and I'm, you know, I spend a lot of time in front of a computer between work and everything else, you know, and I feel my body. You know, I remember the days when I used to play sports and my body was a lot more fit. I was a lot more. So there's something to, you know, you can be a stick thin person, but if you're not getting exercise and getting the heart pumping and stuff like that, you can still get really horrible. You know, you see some of these streamers. I remember like yeah. reading an article about, God, I forgot what his name was, but he was a really big popular streamer. And then all of a sudden he almost just dropped dead during a stream because wow. his aorta, like it got clogged up over here wow. because he spends... 12 hours a day, 10 hours a day, sitting in front of a computer playing games for people. Did really well at it or whatever, but he almost died and it opened up his life. And that's the thing. It's like you have to get some kind of still physical exertion in. And so it's like I think, yes, take the kids to baseball, take the kids to this, but, you know. Allow them to play a Allow them to play games. Yeah, I, I, think, I think, you know, if, and if kids are good at it. I mean, and here's the thing too. Like any sport, not every kid. Like you can have a kid practice – 10 hours a day, seven days a week, and you can have a kid practice two hours a day, five day, five days a week, and that kid might still be better than the so other one. So here's my thing is, like, why do sports then? Isn't it really one for us to practice our health and our physical ability as human beings? And it's also sort of an appreciation of human uh, skill, you know, the humanist approach, really. We appreciate a good body and a form and a figure that can do an amazing thing. This sort of takes us into the digital world where 
your fingers are doing it, but that's not really a big action. It's the characters All on right. screen. And that is it. Got All right. It. We're done with that topic. Awesome. All right. Let's move on. You, pick the, you get to pick the next one. Okay. Let's see what it is. Digging in the, the bag here. I think this, this might one be of one of mine. Age inappropriate. What the hell? Okay, so circling back to our, our evening last night, Halloween Haunt, uh, we were oh. waiting in line. <laughs> I know where this is going. And Wait, we hold on, saw, hold on. Start the timer. Oh, timer got We saw families with very, very young kids. Now, there weren't a lot, but there was enough, at least probably four to five families we saw over the course of the evening with very tiny kids. A aged, three-year-old. Yeah, oh aged three-year-old. Walking, barely walking um, into at, the maze At like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like at one o'clock in the morning, into mazes where it's just nothing but screaming and yelling and loud. No oh my god! Yeah, no, it's. I remember one year we went. God, maybe it was like two or three years ago, and there was actually somebody trying to had a baby in their arms, and yeah. they're trying to bring him into a maze. And I forgot what it was. It was a pretty gory one, from what I remember. All of them and are gory. They're all gory, but some of them, like Ghostbusters, isn't really gory. It's kind of fun and nostalgic and stuff. But like, there's some that are like, you know, I think it was like the purge maze or it was like a saw maze or it was something like that that was like purposely this is body parts and stuff and so, they're and they're trying to bring an infant in that they're carrying like the kid couldn't yeah. even walk it was probably like a six month old maybe you know a little bit older and the lady at the front was like trying to like um this really isn't something you probably wouldn't be bringing this into you know and she just starts bitching her out like i will bring my kid wherever i want to and it's kind of like just because you want to, maybe that's not the best thing for your kid. See, when I was a kid... Parent of the Year Award. I remember the big thing, and I'm dating myself now, so hello, you'll find out my age. I was very little, probably about that age, probably about three, when I think the first Jaws movie came out. And I remember my parents took me to the movie because I came home and had, like, very vivid, horrible nightmares for, like, days um, to the point where I couldn't sleep having just seen Jaws. And that was a movie. Can you imagine bringing young kids? Because when you're that age, the world, you don't really have a defined, I think, identity between what's supposed to be fake and what's supposed to be real. Like, mm. to me, E.T. was a real alien that I also had nightmares about at the time. And I love the movie. Um, can you imagine walking these tiny children through these mazes where the entire point, even on, like, Ghostbusters, which is, like, the tamest version of the maze, they have essentially ghosts and monsters jumping out at you the whole point is to scare the yeah. shit out of you no it's it's and i like come on to your point yeah I, mean, I remember when i was growing up as a kid there was a period like i wouldn't my parents would have to go get the seats when my parents waited with me out in the lobby until the commercial until the previews were over because i remember we'd go see like a movie and it was you know like pg or whatever but they had like you know sometimes you have a horror movie pop in even though it's they don't have the blood and stuff like that, but they have the scary and the tension and all that crap. And I got used to be so scared of seeing trailers as a kid. Like, I wouldn't go into the theater until after I knew the trailers were over. Yeah. To go see my animated film or go see this. I'm like, this is like when I was five years old, you know, six. Like, I think my first R-rated movie I ever saw, this probably wasn't the best one. God, I might have been eight. It wasn't in theaters. It was afterwards. Rambo First Blood Part Two. Yeah, it's Maybe back it was by, eight, a, by the way. Yeah, Ram, Rambo's back this week. Came <laughs> in number three at the box office, or it's close to number two. There's, a, it's going back and forth right now, but it's, um, 
Yeah, Rambo First Blood Part Two. That was, but that really wasn't a scary movie. There was gore, there was action, there so was explosion. So did it have like a traumatizing effect on you? Is that what you're saying? No, when I saw that, it actually didn't have a traumatizing effect on me. That one, because that one wasn't really scary. That wasn't like. Like, there was literally, they would have trailers for horror movies. And they still do. You hear about it every now and then where, like, kids will go in yeah. and they'll accidentally put, like, some really gruesome trailer. Horror, it wasn't horror like movie. before the Minions. That was a, like, it was a like, scandal not that long back. Yeah, there was one that happened. You know, they had, like, that um, Octavia Spencer horror movie in front. And, like, kids were crying and stuff like that. But, I mean, we saw a movie. What was it? The, the Thomas Jane Punisher movie. And there was a mother with two, like, five-year-old kids. And this is like a movie with, like, some torture scenes in it. Speaking of And they were, like, screaming. We're counting down. Here's the thing. Does this in in does this alter the children for future? Like, are they having like PTSD? Are we making little humans that are going to be future sociopaths by exposing them to these sort of th- stimulus this early on? No, I'm going to say I don't think so. I think it in the short term it probably hurts some. I don't think in the long term it probably does because I think, all in honesty, what do I remember when I was a three year old? Yeah, but Outside you of, also weren't walking through these kinds of mazes. No, I wasn't. Age. But I saw, you know, as I said, as a kid, you know, like I saw trailers that were gruesome, you know, that scared me. But I got past it. I grew up. I got past and I'm over it. Um, I don't know. Last thoughts? Seven seconds. Um, I think it's super bad. I think we're, we're putting lasting images in these kids' heads that they won't be able to alter as adults. And I think it's not great. All right. All right. Oh, was that number that's three? That's our timer. That's our timer. Number three is down. Let's go to number four. And let me pick a good one. <laughs> Dig deep, baby. Dig real deep. I think this is actually one of yours. It is. See? <laughs> see, we're picking all yours today. Oh, God. No, we're not doing this what one. What is it? Let me see. Tarot. Ah. Uh- <laughs> Okay, so this. Well, is hold, on, hold on, I'm starting this timer so we can get this one over with. Oh, rare! So, as you can tell, audience, this is clearly a, a, a touchy subject. Um, my family history: I'm half Puerto Rican. My great great grandmother was supposed to be psychic, and a shaman for her uh, tribe from the Tayano Indians in Puerto Rico. So I've been, you know, just for fun, sort of dabbling, you know, in some of these esoteric arts. I bought a tarot card age, a tarot card pack ages ago. And uh, just for fun, I just took it out and was doing a reading, following the book, really. I mean, I'm reading a book. There's nothing real special or exciting about it. But my husband, Josh, here is super, like, uncomfortable with tarot. You no, think that okay. it's, like, going to bring demons back no. or something. All right. I had a bad experience with a Ouija board back in the day. Yes. So I, I'm a little off-put by some of these things. The, the Ouija board story goes, as I had a friend over. God, I was probably middle school. Staying with a friend. My sister went out with her friends. She came back. Like, you know, we had we lit some candles Thought we were going to fuck around with a Ouija board. And all of a sudden, remember my sister coming home and we had tiki torches outside dancing around the pool and she was freaking out. And like, now, these weren't like real tiki torches. These were like handmaids. Like we had like poles and we put like, I think it was paper towels on there and lit those on fire. So that shit was dangerous. <laughs> uh, boys just being boys. Boys being boys. But I don't remember how we got to that. I don't remember even doing it. So that shit always kind of freaks me out. But also tarot cards, it's like... When I hear tarot, and this is going to come back to, I had a coworker who is no longer working with me right now, but 
he had some mental issues. Like we would keep talking to him about like, you really need to go talk to somebody. You know, you're, you know, 38 years old, still living at home with your parents, you know, this, that like, this guy had a lot of problems, but he would say like stories like, no, I, I won't go see a therapist. The only therapists are only out for your money. But I go, okay, well then do you talk to someone? Yeah, I just saw my tarot card reader the other day. And we're like, wait, what? So the tarot card reader isn't out for your money, but the therapist is, so you won't go talk to the therapist. But I'm not charging no, any No, I know money. you're not charging any money. <laughs> but I don't necessarily, sometimes I think that you don't necessarily need to know what your future is. I mean, to give you a short story, his future was, it was going to be really horrible for the next six months, but after September, it's going to be all great, which ended up being true because he got uh, fired pretty much a week afterwards. Well, so I would say that was a story where the <laughs> that... cards were... On point. Well, I think anyone that met this guy can probably say that your next six or eight All months right. are going to be horrible. But well, anyway. We don't have to bash him. But no. anyway, I, point being, there's a difference between tarot. First of all, a Ouija board is, is tarot, actively... Now, is it tarot or is it tarot? I, I believe it's tarot. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, there's a difference between actively seeking to bring spirits into the world or communicate with spirits. And that, I believe, is what the Ouija board is for. And they say that if you open the veil between humankind and spirit world and you're not careful, you can allow bad spirits or negative spirits in. So perhaps that may have been <laughs> what so, you magically triggered that night. So to add on to that then, we think we have a spirit that's been following us for a while. Do you think I might have triggered that and that's still following me? Well, it could. I mean, it's. we thought we had a presence in Chicago when we lived there for a while. That was about, you know. We thought we had it in Huntington Beach before Chicago though too. Really? We think it's been following us for a while. Yeah, but we only know... I mean, and here's the thing. Why do we think it's following us, number one? What gives us that clue? Well, maybe it's different spirits. I don't know. Because it keeps playing... The, it's not a malicious spirit. It just plays games with us. Like, yeah. it hides our shit. Like, but then, like, if you get really mad, like, about it missing, it, like, pops up randomly in the most random spot. Well, it's only been more active of late. Like, before it was just weird things like the cat's meow at the wall weird, and you just feel odd. Now I've had things where, you know, stuff that's been absolutely missing, 30 seconds later I go back into the room, it's there. Yeah. And we know it didn't just roll there, or the cats didn't push it there. It's it's there because it was placed there by somebody right. or something. We have 30 seconds. I apologize. Do you have any last minute talks on tarot? Because well, I, I see that you segued the topic. I segued the topic, Thank and I apologize. Thank you very much. We're not supposed to do that. Um, well, you should But... I really just wanted your thoughts on tarot. I that's will continue my, to my, practice my tarot. I think it's a good thing. My thoughts on tarot, it just kind of, you know, that stuff just scares, it scares me. And I, sometimes I just don't think you need to know what's coming. You just got to, like, get ready. Well, and just first go of all, it. it never tells you exactly what's coming. You just kind of generally get a gist. And there's the timer. All, all right. right. Subject over. Subject We're still married, and you survived the topic. Thank Here God. You go. Well, no, I picked the last <laughs> one. You get the pick. Oh, and this they've all mine? they've all been yours, so you can't say we've been cheating. Okay, this oh, might be yours. This looks like a mine. No, nope. cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Oh, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Let's start the timer. <laughs> it's got to say it right. You got to go cheeseburger, cheeseburger. You're right, you're correct. All I right. should have done that correctly. <laughs> All right. Oh shit. Where is my topic? All right, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Last week was National Cheeseburger Day. <laughs> Who has your favorite cheeseburger of all time, and why? 
Oh boy! It was National Cheeseburger Day. Did Listen, you, first this of all, is did you celebrate? Topic. Did you celebrate National Cheeseburger Day? Because I'm on Atkins and I broke it just to celebrate it. And I have to say, once a habit burger for the French onion burger, yeah, pretty freaking good. Good choice. Good. It was choice. pretty freaking good. Um. Yeah, I have to say, you introduced me to this tiny little grease spoon in um, where is Los it? Al- Los Al. Los yeah. Alamitos. Los Alamitos, uh, California. It is called Paul's Place. Yes. It is a very simple, just simple, all-American burger. I don't know what they do to this burger. There's some kind of grease There's some kind of magic. Thing. They literally give ex- love. They cook it with love. I. They may add another secret ingredient. I don't want to know. Could be crack. Could be meth. Could be something else. Could be spit. Who knows? <laughs> it's the most fantastic spit you've ever had in your life. I will say that. It is just a uh, a basic beef burger. The beef is great. Um, it's not like it's like super like fresh or anything. My probably is a frozen patty too. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's not like it's like some like you know 80 20 you know prime angus beef it's not something special in hipster like that it's just a basic burger it could be the grills that they cook it on uh that it's been cooking burgers for so long it's like extra seasoned or something um they shred the lettuce that's a very important uh ad uh, it's very different having whole lettuce versus shredded lettuce and then uh, I don't know. They just do like a—is it kind of a thousand sauce, it's like a, a special it's, it's, sauce? It's like their special sauce, but it's—it's it's just really weird. As that burger is, is—is is that it, there's nothing special about it. It's not like a homemade bun. It's like probably buns they buy in bulk. I don't the know. The burger they do. patties they buy in bulk. The cheese is like probably American processed cheese, but it's like everything to get. They can't. If you ever go to a Paul's place. And there's a few locations. They're all in Orange County. The one we go to is always Los Alamitos because that's the area where I grew up. But the, um, like, it's there's just nothing special about all of them. But when you combine everything together, it like it's like an orgasm in the mouth. It really <laughs> freaking is. But you can't get a regular hamburger. You gotta get the cheeseburger because yeah, the cheese, the cheese the makes cheese, a difference. The for cheese some makes reason. a difference for some reason because it's the grease. And it's just American cheese. Yeah, it's the grease from the burger, grease from the grill. It's like grease with the special sauce. The way it mixes together, it creates this like oh. It's just a thing. But if I can't have that because it's in Los Al, which is quite a distance drive. I mean, for us, it's like an hour drive away yeah yeah so that's a specialty treat um if i can't have that the habit does an excellent job their um santa barbara char is quite oh, amazing that's pretty good um i'm a big fan of in and out where west coast are sorry east coast peeps there's hey, shake shack shake shack makes a good burger yeah shake shack makes a good burger from the east coast it's just not in and out i'm sorry i don't know i kind of i like shake shack better really? a little bit what? <gasps> i'm gonna come out and say okay it. you know what we survived the no. last topic i think you know this what it is, is? Deal you know what it is this it's, is a, deal it's the potato bun their potato bun is like it just creates eh. a squishy bun with this smashed burger i'm not a big just... potato bun person i think <gasps> <gasps> Heretic. Heretic. I want a bun that can stick up to the meat. Like, I want a sourdough, baby. Oh, my God. See, that's too much. Sourdough, I think, unless... Like, a sourdough piece of bread on a certain... Like, like the char- Santa Barbara char. It's got the sourdough bread. Yeah, that exactly. Works. That works. Exactly. That my works. point exactly. You know what my favorite burger of all time is? What? Petit Trois. <gasps> oh, my God. That thing Not is... Not even Paul's. No, Paul's is my favorite. Just, like, grease spoon. I'm going out. But if I really want to spend like 20 bucks on a burger and go have a burger and have something just like melt in your mouth now the boner burger over at animal down in uh, fairfax yeah. down in hollywood that was freaking pretty fantastic too with the rye bread and the mix between the bone marrow and everything mm-hmm. but that between burger 
Say that five times fast. Petit trois. See, I did it. Um, anyway, the way that they do that in that sauce with the foie gras and the burgundy sauce, the foie gras. Yes, I'm not a French student. Inside the burgundy sauce, the way it just kind of melts and the cheese and just like that yeah. was just pure. Now, they based it on a burger from Australia. That's Chevelle. like also sex on a plate. It That's is. sex on a now, plate. Now, he based that burger from a burger in Chicago from the Cheval. That I would like Now, to you try. didn't try it. I tried it last time we were in Chicago and it was really good. But this burger was better. The Petit Trois, there's a couple locations. One up in uh, Sherman Oaks, one over in Hollywood. Freaking fantastic. There's a promo oh for God. Paul's and uh, in Petit Trois. In Oshaval, if you ever go to Chicago, that was pretty fantastic oh, as well. timer. And timer's up. So that is, that's that five. That's five? That's five. That went by so fast. I know. Well, that's why we do this. It's a quick, 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 and you just kind of get in and we're out. We're in, we're out. Well, guys, it's been another Wham, fantastic. bam, thank you, ma'am. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's been another fantastic week. Thank you for listening. We can't wait to see what new topics we'll uncover for next week. Come back, like us, subscribe to us, wherever we are. We are officially launched on iTunes. We're officially launched on iTunes, That's excitement yes. for the week. Yes, it is. So we can actually build a fan base. Uh, please, fans, please, please come listen to us again. <laughs> wow, begging much. Donate to our Patreon. Donate to this, this, and this. No, we're we don't not, have that we yet. Don't, we don't have that yet because we don't have fans yet. So, we'll you have know, to be, that'll you, be you topic gotta, next week. Do people actually do that? <laughs> do people actually listen to us? Yeah, that, that a, too. That might be a topic for next week. So do we want to give the folks a little peekaboo yes. on what we did not talk this about? This is what we did not talk about. Number one. A bunch of Abbeys. So this was actually an interesting topic because this week, this was one of mine. This week was, so this week saw Downton Abbey movie come out <laughs> to be number one at the box office with $31 million it made this weekend. But also in a couple of days on September 26th is the 50th anniversary of the Beatles' last album, Abbey Road. Oh. Pitch me a movie on how you would have a crossover between Downton Abbey and the Beatles. We may so have that, to revisit that. that no, be because good. it worked this week because this is the 50th anniversary right, of Abbey well, Road. That's the way it could, the, the, the bag uh, gives. That's the, yeah, the bag giveth and the bag hath taketh. Small town life. We've been talking about potentials of moving and leaving Los Angeles and uh, debated about what if we were to work remotely. There's a lot of small towns around the country that are luring millennials away. Where would you live and could you stand a small town over a big city? Interesting. We got LSD. Yeah. You wanted to talk about LSD. I sure the fuck did. There's a fantastic... Um, series about uh, the mind explained on netflix and they have an episode on psychedelics it actually got me thinking maybe i'd want to try lsd whoa oh. i know bomb i've been there um it's not it's not as great as it cracked up to be anyway okay that's another topic for another week then okay Ooh, to death do us parts oh boy that was because <laughs> that was another halloween horror nights thing okay i it thought was you, were you might want to break up this marriage no death i was gonna say <laughs> what, what was the number one thing that would scare you to death oh okay and then the last one is who's number one and that was another one of mine and it was this weekend the the Guardian UK released their top 50 games of the last of this uh, 21st century. Oh. And so it was kind of what was what what do you think is your favorite game? I know you're not a big gamer, but that would have been an interesting topic to see from a non-gamer's perspective based on me yeah, playing. Yeah, I think I know. Um, well, maybe those will uh, have to be holdovers if the rule is we're no, allowed to bring holdovers. No, it's got to be new stuff. Okay, be new that's stuff. a new Move rule. Forward. You've heard it. He's made it. 
foot is down. All right. Thanks, well, guys. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll be back on next week. All right, with Bye. five new topics. Five for five, Pompous Cat presents. All right, thank you guys again. We'll see you later. Peace out.